You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Right now, though, this is Homewrecker. Is Vera Allen with Homewrecker on the line? We've got Vera herself. Kia ora, Vera, how's it going? Kia ora, it's good. It's early and it's good. <laughs> Thank you for for getting up to chat with us this morning. We're very excited uh, about your your tour, which is coming this way uh, to April uh, to April to Whammy in April, and uh, also your new album. Congratulations! Ideal Home Noise is a very intriguing title. Where did that one come from? Um, actually, I, um, I came, I've had it for years in the bank, so I've, I came across it in this book, um, when I was house-sitting for my old employees and, uh, employers in, um, Malibu. Oh, wow, and, nice. um, it was this, like, very, I can't even remember what the book was about, but it was some kind of music history book, and I think it was some kind of zine or something called Ideal Home Noise, I can't really remember, but I just, at the time, was looking for a band name. So I was like, oh, that's a great band name. <laughs> and I kind of, it kept just not working out. And then it was the EP and then it was going to be another album. And then it was like, and it just kind of always sat with me because I feel like it has so many different meanings that you can pull from it and create. And I really liked that. Yeah, totally. Uh, am I right in thinking that apparently the Beach Boys lived at that house that you were house sitting yeah. at? Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. Were you walking around just touching the walls, being like, absorb the musical <laughs> vibes? <laughs> yeah, there's like a piano in there as well, and like playing the piano was. I actually wrote a lot of um, my last record there too. Um, but um, 
yeah, it, it felt quite strange because I was like so poor. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was like house <laughs> sitting in the most lavish sort of place. But yeah. That is kind of amazing combo of things. Like every, every you know, legendary muso has had their moment of that, I'm sure. So it could just be, you know, the first step on a very exciting path, Vera. You never know. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about this new record. Ideal Home Noise, I, I do agree with you. There's a lot of ways you could read into that as a phrase. It's quite intriguing. And I think it's quite an interesting one, given that you've been back in Aotearoa for quite some time now, but sort of managing that um, that tension of, of also having America be a second home for you and having a, a band over there and a lot of musical communities over there. What What's it been like kind of traversing that that sort of strangeness of being stuck between two places in the middle of a crisis? It's <laughs> a good question. I think I've really enjoyed over the last year, because I've been back in New Zealand for a year now, um, and it's been quite amazing just like reconnecting with the music community here and really figuring out like what bands are going on and what shows are going on and venues. And I don't know, I feel like I'm very supported here in a really nice way um that I don't think I've really felt before the last year so I think I'm just you know I'll have my I have my moments where I'm like oh you know of course you miss your friends and mm. you know it's it's a, it's a lot of fun over there as well um but at the moment I'm I'm really enjoying uh, the music scene here. Oh, that's awesome. That's really good to hear. Speaking yeah. of, of that nice community, you've got a new song out today called Carpenter, and you've got a great <laughs> video attached with this, which is created uh, with Annabelle Keane and sports team. Tell us yeah. a wee bit about the process of making this video. It's quite a sort of um, spooky or, or haunting kind of a video on a beach in a little abandoned-looking cabin. Tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to give too much away about the next, about the next videos, Ooh. but it's sort of a continuation of a story. So you'll see, so it'll make more sense later on. Okay. Um, but yeah, it is a bit spooky. I think I'll give away the general gist, which is that um, the idea is that I, when I play music to people, I suck their youth from them. Um, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So that's kind of. Um, obviously I'm very old in the music video which was a lot of fun uh, <laughs> Annabelle made me like a, a, a neck like a prosthetic neck oh my god <laughs> which is a lot of fun um, yeah um, I'll just yeah Leave watch it, it, at it. That. watch it watch it Vam vampire vibes I'm into it yeah definitely go watch it today I'm excited yeah. that you're sort of diving into this uh, idea of of having a, a sort of narrative within your your music video processes is it a narrative that's reflected in the album or is it one of those things where it's kind of its own separate world that that video space that you're working in I think symbolically it could be you know it could be reflected in the album for sure um but yeah it's also a bit a bit of fun too have its own space. Tell us a wee bit about Ideal Home Noise. What what has been, I mean, your last album, It's Your Birthday, has been a smash hit, I think it's fair to say, Vera. And there were some sort of uh, interesting questions you were asking yourself and the, I guess the listeners would probably be asking themselves as well about gr growing up, t you know, life-changing things, mm. sort of big life events, that kind of thing felt like the real bedrock of that last album. What what would you say is the, the central thread of of the new one, Ideal Home Noise? 
Yeah, I think it's 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 a lot heavier technically, like in terms of the content and what I'm sort of singing about. Um, and it's it's a lot. It's very von. It's extremely vulnerable. Um, even even more so than the last record because mm. it's more about um, uh, you know issues I'm having with myself and like you mm. know. So I kind of you know hang myself on the line a bit. Um, and yeah, it, it it was definitely like a deep dive into some pretty heavy you know internal struggles. Um, and at the same time. I kind of approach it in a light way. So not all the songs have this real heavy sound to them as well. There's a lot of like fun yeah. songs as well, which is kind of like a way that I like to sometimes deal with my problems too, is just be a bit silly and make fun of myself. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you find that writing is like, when you're writing about those things and in sort of investigating the, the stuff that you're working through in your head, do you find that it is like something you feel like you have to do or do you sort of treat it as an exercise in, in thinking through those things in a conscious way? Oh, that's really interesting. I kind of feel like it's something I have to do if I'm processing something in a healthy way. Like yeah. I know that I'm kind of, if something happens to me and then I write a song, I'm like, great job, Vera, you processed that in a healthy way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Every time a record comes out, you can be like, excellent chapter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it, it, no, nah, it is a bit of a necessity. But I'll also add that with Carpenter, I actually demoed that slash wrote it um, in quarantine. Mm. Um when I came back to New Zealand and I was quarantining with my dad. Oh, true. <laughs> so like you can actually hear in the demo him like walking, like like doors opening and shutting and him on the phone. And it's like really <laughs> funny because it's this real sensitive song and then you just hear him kind of like <laughs> on the phone, like yarning about some political stuff to say. Like, yeah. it's really funny. Oh, that's so great. I love, I love <laughs> a little demo with a, a nugget like that built into it. Uh, I, yeah. I want to ask you about uh, the shows you've just done with Marlon. That looked like a really fun gig to play at the Civic. What a glamorous venue. Oh, my God. It was so amazing. It was, yeah, I think that's the biggest show, biggest audience musically I've ever played to, I think. How did it feel? Was it exciting? Yeah, it was very exciting. Um, it, it kind of felt more like being in like a play or something in mm. terms of like the dressing rooms and yeah, the way the civics like laid out and the stage and everything, um, which in a way made it feel a bit easier, like, you know, less nerve wracking. It was quite a magical space, I have to say. I, I had uh, The Civic always blows my mind whenever I'm in there, especially because you can exit out of doors that you feel like should be underground and then suddenly you're on the street again and your head's like, what, what's going on? Yeah. How does this even work? It's quite a special space to be in to see live music or to perform in, I imagine. It really is, and I think that when you're performing music too, atmosphere is such an important part of it. And like, like even at band practice, if we feel like something's not going right, we'll just turn the lights off. <laughs> That's a cool tip. Good tip. Yeah, yeah, it's a hot tip. And um, I kind of feel like, yeah, it helps a lot when the space is like, you know, quite magic. Yeah, totally. Well, I think we should have a listen to your magic new single now, Vera. Thank you for chatting with us this morning. Looking forward to hearing the, the rest of the record, seeing these other spooky videos that you're creating, uh, and also catching you at Whammy Bar on the 14th of April. Thanks so much for speaking with us. Have a great rest of your day. Cool. Thank you so much. You too. I call the carpenter I broke the furniture I don't know where to sit I think I'm gonna quit I call the theory
was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.